Good morning and welcome to our morning prayer. It's Tuesday 27th of April and today we have Psalm 139, we have Deuteronomy 9 verse 23 to 10 verse 5 and we've got Ephesians 4 17 to the end. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So firstly, Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me out and know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You mark out my journeys and my resting place. And you are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but you, O Lord, know it altogether. You encompass me behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go then from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, your right hand hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the light around me turn to night, even darkness is no darkness with you. The night is as clear as the day. Darkness and light to you are both alike, for you yourself created my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I thank you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvellous are your works, my soul knows well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my form as yet unfinished. Already in your book were all my members written, as day by day they were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How deep are your counsels to me, O God? How great is the sum of them? If I count them, they are more in number than the sand, and at the end I am still in your presence. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God, that the bloodthirsty might depart from me. They speak against you with wicked intent. Your enemies take up your name for evil. 
Do I not oppose them, O Lord, who oppose you? Do I not abhor those who rise up against you? I hate them with a perfect hatred. They have become my own enemies also. Search me out, O God, and know my heart. Try me and examine my thoughts. See if there is any way of wickedness in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Creator God, may every breath we take be for your glory. May every footstep show you as our way, that trusting in your presence in this world, we may beyond this life still be with you, where you are alive and reign forever and ever. God is always there. He knows our thoughts and our words before we speak them. And even so, he loves us anyway because he made us. There's a song that came out a few summers back all about how God pursues us, knocking down walls, etc., coming after me. The psalmist says, I can't get away from you. And God is always there. But sometimes we keep running or we hide. We may not mean to, but we can stop seeing or sensing his presence. But he is always there. Do you need to stop and peer around the wall? He's always there and he's waiting just for you. Now, the Old Testament reading is from Deuteronomy, uh, starting chapter 9, verse 23. And when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and occupy the land that I have given you, you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God, neither trusting him nor obeying him. You have been rebellious against the Lord as long as he has known you. Throughout the forty days and forty nights that I lay prostrate before the Lord, when the Lord intended to destroy you, I prayed to the Lord and said, Lord God, do not destroy the people who are your very own possession, whom you redeemed in your greatness, whom you brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Pay no attention to the stubbornness of this people, their wickedness and their sin. Otherwise, the land from which you have brought us might say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land that he promised them, and because he hated them, he has brought them out to let them die in the wilderness. For they are the people of your very own possession, whom you brought out of your great power and your outstretched arm. At that time, the Lord said to me, carve out two tablets of stone like the former ones and come up to me on the mountain and make an ark of wood. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the former tablets, which you smashed, and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood, cut two tablets of stone like the former ones and went up the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. Then... He wrote on the tablets 
the same words as before. The Ten Commandments that the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain out of the fire on the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them to me. So I turned and came down from the mountain and put the tablets in the ark that I had made. And there they are, as the Lord commanded me. You are on your last chance. How often have you heard that? God is slow to anger, compassionate, full of love, patient and forgiving. How momentous was this giving of the law? The people had shown they couldn't do God's will and so he decides to write it down to help them. Yet they were down below breaking the second one even while the commandment was being given. They made an idol. Amidst Moses' anger in which he broke the tablet God had given them, God gave the law again, a second chance. God is always there and he is the God of the second chance. Finally, our New Testament reading is from Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 17. Now this I affirm and insist on in the Lord. You must no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of their ignorance and hardness of heart. They have lost all sensitivity and have abandoned themselves to licentiousness, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. That is not the way you learned Christ. For surely you have heard about him and were taught in him as truth is in Jesus. You were taught to put away your former way of life, your old self, corrupt and deluded by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to clothe yourselves with the new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So then, putting away falsehood, let, us, let all of us speak the truth to our neighbours, for we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labour and work honestly with their own hands uh, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up as there is need so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with which you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Paul wrote, let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, so that your words may give grace to all those that hear. 
Never more so was this true than in a time of change as we come out of a pandemic. Let's pray. God knows our thoughts and our words. He is a God of second chances. And we are to be too. To say graceful words that build others up as we seek his will. The one who is always there. Who promised to be with us to the end of the age. Now the collect special prayer for this week. Almighty God, whose Son Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life, raise us who trust in him from the death of sin to the life of righteousness, that we may seek those things which are above, where he reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And rejoicing in God's new creation, as the Saviour has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.